أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسَ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ عَفْوَاجًا فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرُهِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَّابًا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد صدق الله العظيم Very recently, I think it was the night before last, the city imam came came to my flat, showed me a video he came across, basically making the point that we've been iterating over and over in the Zawiyah, that we are far too concerned about the outside. We're not really that concerned about our inside, what it feels like to be ourselves. It is, we spend so much effort and energy on the project of how we appear that we, we don't have much time left and we don't have much energy left and attention left to explore who we are. So, I can't remember who the person was but he made a very interesting point. He said, one person thinks that is the car and he buys this nice car and he drives around. It doesn't occur to him that it's the same miserable person that is now driving the car that didn't have the car in the first place. Or the, the girl or the woman buys herself a nice dress or she goes and gets herself made up or has her hair done great expense, not realizing that the person, the unhappy person who walked into the salon is the same unhappy person who walks out of the salon just with a better hairstyle. Our culture makes us singularly incapable of doing the work that matters. And the work that matters isn't concerned with how we appear. 
how we seem to be and how we are seen to be by others. The work that matters is on the inside. What it actually feels like to be ourselves, what it, who we are. That's the work that matters. The Zawiya, the aim of the Zawiya, the Zawiya is dedicated to us doing the second kind of work. Now, for the common for the ordinary people, they will look at our endeavor from the outside and say, but these people are insane. They, don't, they, they get no money for this. They get up early in the morning and they do all of this stuff and they're fasting and they, five times a day they're in the mud. Why? For heaven's sake. And all, every one of them, you can't, they can't rub ten rand together between them. Yeah. It's because... The common don't understand. They don't understand that there's a different kind of work. And it's a far more profound work. It's work on the inside. One of the problems of describing this experience of, of this issue of the relationship between the work on the outside and the work on the inside is that people somehow they have a sense that you're speaking kind of in a metaphor. It's like an idiom. But your inner experience, what goes on behind your eyes, is a very real experience. There's nothing theoretical about it. There's nothing metaphorical about it. It is probably the most concrete experience, because it is your experience. What can be more concrete than your experience? What we've come to understand and what the shiuch have transmitted to us over the generations is you can take any desirable experience, whether it's a sense of security, whether it's a sense of, of happiness, whether it's a sense of autonomy, whether it's a sense of peace and harmony with the world around you. It doesn't matter what the experience is. You can have that experience unconditionally. No conditions. Not dependent on the spouse, not dependent on the family, not dependent on the wealth, not dependent on the job, independent of anything. You can wake up in the morning happy. Fulfilled. Without having... Achieved a single thing. Further to this, if you wake up in the morning unhappy and unfulfilled, and you think that by getting out of bed and going to do something in the world, like having a job or whatever it is that you do, that that'll deliver a happier and a fulfilled person in your bed tonight. You're naive. You haven't actually spent any time reflecting on your normal experience. Because your normal experience will tell you, if you just watch yourself for a moment, or for a little while, a <coughs> couple of days, 
that if an unhappy person wakes up in the morning and that unhappy person thinks that he can do things to make him go to bed happy that night, it's the same unhappy person that goes to bed that night that woke up in the morning. Watch yourself. We don't even do that. You know, Allah cautions us in Quran to reflect. And the first place to reflect is just what does it feel like to be yourself? What does it feel like to be in your own skin? <coughs> and we don't do that reflective work. We dedicate all our attention to that over there. Running after this mirage and that mirage and that mirage. We spend, dedicate absolutely no effort to over here. This is the habit of our culture. This is how we get brought up. This culture spends 12 years, basic education, to produce a very particular kind of person. And that is a person who will be useful to the job market. A precondition for the person who is going to be useful to the job market is the person who suffers the illusion that happiness is on the other end of having a job. So you've been groomed like a sacrificial lamb for usefulness. Your unhappiness is a requirement. Otherwise, who on earth would get themselves stuck into an eight-hour-a-day job <coughs> if they weren't somehow convinced that happiness is on the other end of whatever that job's going to give you? I'm not suggesting you shouldn't work. <laughs> what I'm suggesting is that the thing that you think you're going to get there, you will not get there. It's not something you're going to get there, it's something you take there. Because when you are an unhappy, miserable, hungry being at work, you're a curse on your workplace and you're a curse on the people around you. But if you take a full heart to work, you're a blessing on the workplace and you're a blessing to the people around you. And peculiarly, that's when the blessings come. That's when the openings come. The disciplines of the Zawiyah have a rationale. They have a reason. And the reason is to create um, a space whereby the work that matters can happen. That is our work. Our work is not something else. This is not an educational institution. It's not a job. It's not a workplace. It's, I mean, those things may happen, but they're not the essence. This place is about doing inner work. And this place is about accepting the disciplines of our tariqa that provide the framework and the terrain in which we can do inner work. <coughs> this is why we're here. We're not here for any other reason.
If being in the Zawiyah is too challenging, <coughs> if it's too difficult, and if you're not convinced about this, then you shouldn't be in the Zawiyah. Then you should go and get yourself a job or do whatever you need to do to make you happy. And I'm not suggesting that you're going to be happy within a week of being there, as many of us know. We could be here for years and still grinding our teeth. But at least we're doing the work that matters, which is the work on the inside. Because where's the discomfort? Where's the anxiety? Where's the insecurity? Where's the lack of contentment? It doesn't sit over there. It sits on the inside. So it stands to reason if you want to address and fix that problem, do the work, do work on the inside. The dhikr that we had this evening was really beautiful. And you could see most people were completely committed to it. That's when things start to happen. And you'll notice how many howl we had. And that's, that's an attribute of this. That's things happening on the inside. Very often these things that happen on the inside aren't pleasant. Because it's stuff coming out. Your heart is being cleansed. If you take clean water and you put dirty <coughs> clothes in it, don't be surprised that the water is dirty afterwards. <coughs> the dhikr is like cleansing water. Don't be surprised that strange things happen to you in the course of the dhikr. Persevere, continue, things will clarify. May Allah grant us nearest to him. May grant us annihilation of him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, O Malaikatul Salul and Nabi, Ya Yuhaladina Amanu, Salu Alayhi wa Salim, Taslima, Allah, Ma Sali Allah, Sayyidina, Muhammadin Abdika, wa Rasulika, Nabi, and Mu'ala, Ali, wa Sahbi, wa Salim, Taslima. سبحان ربك رب العزة يوم يسفون والسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين تقبل الله تقبل